Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Third and One Fall, the weekly, almost weekly, <laughs> podcast that gives you the update in NFL and wrestling. I am Ash, and with me is my bro Abs. How's it going, bro? I'm very, very good. Ramadan, Kareem, and 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 things of that nature started fasting, so. Uh... Yep, yep, Ramadan, back to you too, and to everyone else who's celebrating, uh, or um, happy Vizaki, if I'm if that's it for the Sikh. So, there's there's a lot of things going on around this time. Um, Passover just finished, Easter just finished. Um, or if you're not, if you, if you don't do anything, um, then fair enough. But we, 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 we've been quite busy, so we've um, we've had to take a time out, as we said in the last one, and really. Um, because nothing was happening, we just didn't want to waste your time just talking about nothing. But things have been happening, and this is why we're back. Um, a lot of things uh, in the wrestling world with NXT TakeOver, WrestleMania, and of course we've got the draft to look forward to later on. So we're going to be covering everything um, in regards to what has happened um, in wrestling world and what uh, will happen later in the football world so uh brace your seats uh, everyone because um we're gonna go for a ride have you have you been since i've been episode, very right? very very good yeah i've been very well i mean i've been trying to uh just kind of hoping that my team can kind of like hold their nerve until the 29th of april and not make any rash decisions in terms of trading. <laughs> I've always well, said that I am open to a trade with anyone who's willing to offer us the right <laughs> deal. I'm not, I'm not naive. Like there isn't a position that we like badly need that we need to be in number four badly think, but I just think with this draft class, I hope we can hold our nerve and stay in the number four position and pick the best, possible player that isn't a quarterback well if uh miami's draft skills are anywhere like their negotiation skills i'm i'm good shit <laughs> I bet I you are. like <laughs> yeah. i said if miami want to trade with the falcons and get kyle pitts and we go to number six i'm not gonna be mad one iota if we're, we're gonna be in the top 10 there's a, every chance that we'll still get a, a very good tier one college footballer. I think even if 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 the Bengals decide to go with uh, Jamar Chase and have him reunite with his LSU alma mater, Joe Burrow, then we'll have Panay Sewell available. We'll have Justin Fields available. We'll have Patrick Sertain available, JC Horn available. All of these top prospects still available. So... I'm not. I'm not gonna be like devastated. I'll be gutted if we don't get carpets. But the consolation prize is a hell of a prize if we it don't is. get carpets. It is. Um, but before we get to that, there's been a lot in the wrestling world. We're gonna start with NXT Takeover, Stand and Deliver Night One. Uh, just general thoughts on um, on the pay per view. Um, absolutely outstanding, magnificent. Um, we'll talk about Walter and Champa, but I think there wasn't a match that that topped Walter Champa for me within NXT and WrestleMania for that fact. 
and uh, yeah, so we'll 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 get right into that. And it started off with the pre-show match between uh, Zoe Stark and uh, Tony Storm. It was a an okay match. It wasn't they didn't pull up too many trees. Uh, Zoe Stark got the win with uh, a roll up. So uh, I think they're kind of pushing her at the minute. She's she's very talented. She's one of the many hundreds of women that they've uh, stockpiled in the, the performance center. So. Uh, yeah, I guess it's, it's high time that they use her. Did you see this match or? Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't bad. Um, it was a nice little thing to whet the appetite um, for the rest of the evening. Um, yeah, I didn't really have much to say about to be honest with you. It was just good to see someone that you haven't seen for a while and be given a chance. So um, good for them um, on that particular match. And uh, the NXT Stand and Deliver started off with Pete Dunne and Kushida. This was a very good technical pro wrestling match. They started off hot. This was probably the best match to start off with. Pete Dunne is great. Kushida's great. And these two had a really, really good match. And uh, yeah, Pete Dunne got the win, I think, with uh, the bitter end. So uh, yeah, that was a really, really good opening match. Yeah, great opening. I love um, that they opened with this because it set the tone for the whole pay-per-view. Uh, very technical, which I like. I'm a fan of uh, technical wrestling, as you know. Um, it was a little it was a little bit... I mean, Kushida couldn't do really much once Dunn broke his fingers off. <laughs> to you. Uh, I wish I would have given Kushida a break. Um, I was a bit gutted that he lost. It's the second takeover in a row that he's lost. Um... Obviously, we know we know now what's happened with NXT just just gone. So, I'm pleased for that. But um, and I'm sure it, we we may have some some space to talk about that later on in the pod. But um, yeah, at that time I was a little bit good for Kushida, but you know, yeah, all well that ends well, I suppose. But I think yeah, Pete Dunne is the guy that they're um, sort of pushing at the minute. It's kind of him. So he was always I thought he was always going to win. It was, um, yeah, it's kind of Pete Dunne's time right now. I think with Kushida, they kind of, yeah, obviously before what happened <laughs> on the uh, the NXT show, I thought it, he had to win the North American title, but he didn't. So, yeah, this, this match was really good. And, yeah, the, the right person won because he's the guy that they're sort of pushing. Pete Dunne is magnificent. Kushida's magnificent. And, yeah, sucks that they had to be a loser in this match. Then we had the uh, six-man elimination gauntlet match. So it was LA Knight, Bronson Reed, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Cameron Grimes, Leon Ruff, and Dexter Loomis. Um, I, I love that Cameron Grimes has got that entrance music that, uh, what's his name? J. Dean Williams, WrestleFlow, rapped for him. I'm so happy that's his entrance music because that, that goes hard. That's is really, really good. And yeah, I thought, yeah, this match was... Alright, it was fine. It was a, a, a fun little match. Right again, right person won, Bronson Reed. LA Knight doing his old little talking spiel. I think he's gonna end up like EC3. I don't think he's good enough in the ring. Like Triple H is a sickler for being able to work in the ring. That's why NXT is different to the main roster. Because Triple H wants people that can work. That can go in the ring, that can do the work, that can do wrestling. And I like he's great on the mic. LA Knight, he can talk all day. You know, that's just, you know, 
it's a fact of life. He can talk for days and days and days, but yeah, in the ring, I don't think he's uh, going to be uh, good enough. But no, this is a decent little match, and yeah, the right person won. I thought it was a great match. I didn't think it was. I thought I was thoroughly entertained from it. You know, Leon and Isaiah kicked it off perfectly outside the ring. Oh, um, I was like, give him another five minutes, please. Yeah, man, that jump swinging net breaker off the, yeah, off the announce table. What? This is beautiful. There was. They were smashing it, bro. At the start, they were smashing it. Ref aren't even rang the bell when you're having like jumping net breakers off from the announce table. I think I tweeted like, give give these two like another just another five more minutes. Yeah, another five more minutes. Five more minutes. That that, that reverse hurricanrana. Oof. Um, Bronson Reed double German suplex uh, was nice. Yeah. Um, and I like Bronson Reed, man. I really really like him. Um. And I'm glad he's getting that opportunity. He reminds me of like a, uh, of like a, uh, a Keith Lee, like a Simone Keith Lee. <laughs> like he's got that flexibility about. I him thought you were gonna say come. Bam Bam Bigelow, like everyone keeps saying. No, 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 no. Everybody no. keeps saying Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, when Cameron Grimes came off the top rope and Bronson Reed just elbowed him to the floor, I had to repeat that because that was just like funny. If I didn't move a beat, just went get like. <laughs> Oh, it was it was so short, but it was so devastating that I was like, what? Who happened there? Um LA Knight eliminating Dexter Loomis kind of pissed me off a bit. I mean, I got over it quickly once Bronson returned the favor. But it was just like, what? That's a little bit of a saying that with um Isaiah Swerve Scott. This dude is money. WWE need to get a clue with this guy. Because I remember I used to watch him in the Lucha Underground. I loved him as Killshot on Lucha Underground. He is incredibly Shane Strickland as well. This dude has been in the business for a long, long time. Like he is, like they, you need to wake up. You're sitting. They're sitting on a gold mine with this guy, in my opinion. They are sitting on a gold mine with Swerve Scott. They just need to just make it happen for him because he is, he is that good. But the thing is, I don't want them to change him to another ricochet where it's just bouncing off the rope, but there's no personality. There's no character. It's just someone that bounces off the rope. I'll leave, I'll leave Ricochet alone, I love Ricochet, man. but he, he needs character development. There's no character development there. And that's probably the reason... I don't know. That's probably no, the reason I think why he had that when he was in NXT. It just... Everything got lost on the main roster. Do you not remember his yeah. feud with Velveteen Dream? Yeah. He jumped yeah, over the top true. and he's like, show me then. Like... But yeah, you know, the, the the more I see Ricochet and I see him on TikTok dancing with Lana and Naomi <laughs> yeah, and I'm like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And he's with... What are he's you with, doing? He's with your boy. He's with your boy. Uh, and it's up, up and it's up, and it's up, and it's up, and it's up. That's it. He should he's be... He's with your boy the... Reginald to do those TikToks as well. Don't, 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 yeah. don't, you, don't you talk about Reginald now, okay? What? what? Don't you... Leave leave Reginald alone. Yeah. All right. Dude, dude is... I'm trying to I'm trying to be good now. <laughs> to, to hold my tongue. But yeah, no, I'm <laughs> thoroughly pleased with the result. I wanted Bronson to win. Um I'm, I'm glad that he's got the opportunity. So um yeah, all around I'm happy. Uh, then yeah. we had Volta and Tomasa Champa for the NXT UK championship. I loved this match. This was professional wrestling at its very very best two incredibly talented guys just 
beating the holy hell out of each other. Loved how Tommaso Ciampa took the arm out so that Walter couldn't do the chops. And like it was Ciampa that was like chopping the hell out of Walter. I liked how Ciampa had to shave his hairy chest before facing Walter because you don't want to be getting no chops with that hairy chest of yours. And then I love how in the end, Walter had one last chop left and he just laid it on Tommaso Ciampa, got the win. He was all battered and bruised. This was, this is for me, this is what wrestling is. It was like 15, 16 minutes. Absolute classic. Absolute classic. Okay. So I've been on record before that I didn't get the hype behind Walter. I said it. And I'm not ashamed of saying it. Um, you know, he does great chops, but you know, so what? Uh, however, this match was pleasantly surprising, I'll say. It didn't blow my mind away. I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna I'm not gust as you are about it. But um it 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 was a good match. Uh I mean, you know. Th- that that chop to Champa, and then he got the announce table. Woo! You know, man, chopping the sign in half. That 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 got me. Um, yeah, that was that know. was a great spot. Yeah, such a good spot, such a good spot. Uh, the the you know Walter dominating him. You know, Champa started fighting back, um, and you know running marathons, <laughs> back and back and forth just to try and get it down. Um, you know, and stamping on Walter's head. You know, he, he was doing what he could do. And it was good in that sense that we got a little bit of back and forth. Um, although when I saw uh, Walter, German Supets, uh, Champa, and then clothesline him, I thought, that yeah, that was over. I thought that was it. That was over for him, to be honest with you. And it, it almost was. Um, you know, at the end of the day, Walter managed to put it out of the bag. Um, and he he done his... He's done his thing, so congratulations, congratulations to him. And looking at it in retrospect, yeah, I didn't see um, anything but a world to win from that match. Although I would say that the ma- the finish to the match was underwhelming, like all of was that. It? And then it was just a, and then it was just no. But a that's role, the whole point, uh, like, thing that, like come on, man. No, but the story of the match, I think, was basically Champa was like, I'm gonna stop this guy from chopping me to death. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this guy's arm out. I'm going to do everything in my power to stop him from chopping. So you can see, like, you know, how he was selling the arm and, and everything like that. Yeah, but nah, I didn't but get the that. End, I thought that. But, but that's Walter's gimmick is the chop. That's a good... What gets that, yeah, over. no, no, no. I think it just went too fast. And so that... that just and it was one of those where he had one final chop left and he used every sinew of his energy. And remember, you have to remember, these chops are lethal to take. Like they're they're absolutely lethal, so it's one of those where you have to use every sinew of your energy, and it was enough to beat Tommaso Ciampa. I thought the ending was was perfect. Actually, I thought it was the best possible ending ending to that match. And I think what Triple H was alluding to at the uh, the the press conference was because obviously it's well known that Walter has no desires to move to America. No, he's not moving. Like yeah. the rest of his uh, Imperium buddies. Uh, yeah, Eichner and Bartel, I think they live in Florida. And I think um, Alexander Wolf also lives in America as well, but he doesn't. He he has always said, look, I will come and wrestle in America for the odd show. Does he but live in the UK? Of, or is he, does he I think he lives in, in Germany. He lives Germany. in Germany. 
Yeah, he lives in Germany. And he's basically, his whole thing is, sure, I will come to NXT and I will do the odd show here and there. If you want me to come to WWE for like Survivor Series, for example, yeah, sure, I will come and I will do the odd show. But like, live in America? No, 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 no. He has no interest. I think that's why WWE and NXT UK was, was perfect for him because he doesn't really have to leave Europe. He can just, you know, take the flight from England to Germany, which is like, what, hour 45, two oh, no. hours? Tops. Yeah. Not even, even, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's one of those where I can come in, do a show once a week, and then and then leave again, which is it's convenient for him. But, like, in terms of America, I think Triple H was saying that we'd be willing to accommodate that. He can come and do the odd, the odd thing here and there. But I think obviously once the pandemic is over, then obviously all bets are off. He can come and fly back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. That's possible because he is that good and you want him to be as much of a special attraction as humanly possible. Nah, uh, I respect him for that, man. Like not everyone wants to move to America. And there's that delusion of, oh, but America, you don't want to move. Like not everyone has interest. It's not, it's not the haven of the world that many people think it is. So... No, if anything, that's one thing I love about Walter. Then we had the uh, vacant NXT Tag Team Championship match between MSK, Grizzle Jung Veterans, and Legado del Fantasma. Look, I love Legado del Fantasma. I love Raul Mendoza, Joaquin Wilde. They are great. And it was a really fun match as a triple threat. But I would have loved it if it was MSK and Grizzle Jung Veterans running it back from uh, the uh, Dusty Classic. But, you know, still saying that, it was still a very, very fun match. Very, uh, you know, spot fest, as I would expect from MSK. You know, spot monkeys doing their thing on the, the top on the top ropes and, and things of that nature. I thought it was a, yeah, really, really fun match. But, yeah, and, and, the, and the right team won. MSK had to win. Obviously, it was, they were railroaded because of the uh, injury to... Um, Nash Carter, or yeah, I think it was Nash Carter who hurt his arm. So obviously their momentum was kind of derailed a bit. But no, this was a really, really fun match. Lots of cool spots, lots of, ah, you crazy, you know, kind of thing, as you would expect with the uh, sort of young tag teams. And yeah, the right team won. And yeah, MSK, baby. It was okay. I'll be honest, this match bored me a bit. It, it, it wasn't, and it wasn't boring. But out of the matches that were there, it was the least one. Like on its own, in an isolation, it, it, it was a, it was a great match. If if you were put it on Raw, it would have been the best match of the night. But because it's compared to so much other great matches on an NXT Takeover, it, it just happened to be that was my least favorite one. It, it was okay, um, but yeah, um, you know, happy for MSK. They deserve to win. They should have won. So I'm glad that they did. Um, but that's it. That's nothing really much to say about that. All right. <laughs> then we had the main event of night one. Raquel Gonzalez versus Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship. I thought this was a really good main event. Raquel Gonzalez is improving all the time. The way From TakeOver Portland, where she made her first appearance, where she nearly killed Tegan Knox with the uh, the choke slam off the top and she didn't go through the table to now the improvement is huge 
obviously Io Shirai is an absolute joy in the ring. I think she's the best women's wrestler in the world, and it's not even close. And she she did a great job getting a tune out of Raquel Gonzalez. And I think it's kind of the theme of uh, the wrestling for the kind of entire week, really. It was the, the people who weren't necessarily winning who did a really, really good job in elevating the people who did win. And they made them look a million bucks. And, you know, Io made Raquel look a million bucks. And, yeah, it's Raquel's time. Again, absolutely the right decision. And she's, over the last year, has improved so, so much. This is what happens when you're at the Performance Center and you're not called up too soon or not rushed into things. So, yeah, this was this was absolutely fantastic. And I'm really, really happy for Raquel Gonzalez. She she deserves it. Yeah, good match. Um, yeah, Shirai doing her damn thing. Moonsault, 619s, backflips, flying off the school, being 20 foot high, it doesn't matter. She's doing it and making sure that she puts her opponents in her place. Um, Raquel Gonzalez coming back with the win. So here's my criticism. The criticism isn't Raquel Gonzalez winning. Um, I still think Io Shirai is the best one on the planet. Um but fine, you know, she's she's doing her service. She's she's paying her dues. She's helping elevating others. I'm okay with that. And we will go through it in WrestleMania. The best in the business, they do that. Um, but I just, I don't think the win in how it did made sense. Um, it, again, it had a very abrupt ending, just like the Walter and Champa. Uh, and I realized that NXT do this a lot. They'll have banging matches with moves that will blow you away. A lot going back and forth. Uh, and many of the time, some of it is one-sided. And then the other person will win, and they'll do it abrupt, abruptly with a move that you don't even blink at, and they'll get the free pin. And you're like, what? Uh, you went through all of that, and then you just do a match that I don't even think about, and then you got a one-two free pin. It's almost as if they forgot the timing, and then they go, oh, shit, okay, um, forget the fratches now, guys. Just just do one, two, three now, because we need to wrap it up. Like, that's what it feels like. Um, and that's kind of how it felt like with the with the Walter Jumper match, and it kind of felt like with this match. So the match was great, and um, the result, I respect the result. Um, but, guys, just you need to improve on your closure. On, on, so on how so, you end so, things. So, well. so, so, do you think it's the pacing then of the match? Yeah, is that an um, issue then? I think because so. obviously I... Raquel Gonzalez, that is her finishing move. That big, yeah, choke slam thing. That is, yeah, her... yeah, it is a finishing move. But it came out of, uh, what almost ten minutes of getting bodied. I mean, like... I was watching it live on BT Sport, and I was looking at my watch, thinking, "Damn, are BT Sport going to change it now soon?" <laughs> Yeah. Like they used to do. I'm like looking at my yeah. time thinking, damn, y'all better wrap this up. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Bro, that's what it felt like. It felt like someone, it felt like BT Sporting went into Triple H's ear and goes, yeah, yeah, you know, you have to finish one up still, you know. They're like, oh, all right, fine, let's just let's put a figure on. Great <laughs> for Champions League Weekly is about to start in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, probably, yeah, what you've said actually, yeah. That's perfect. You, yeah, you put it better than I did. I think it's just pacing. I just think, you know, um, 
the the worst thing it bothers me in some tv shows and films you've got a banging tv show and they will have an ending that just makes no sense of all you may be investing in this for how many weeks or how many hours and then you coming out with this bogus conclusion now the conclusion wasn't bogus and i'll put that again i just think that pacing wise just let it just make it make sense a little bit so that's my criticism with it but yeah generally um yeah good 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 night one yep then we went on to night two and uh, the pre-show match was Killian Dane and Drake Maverick versus Brizango for number one contender for the NXT tag team titles. Um, yeah, Killian Drake and Drake Maverick won. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was it, again, it was a pre-show match. Yeah, it was it was fine. It was a pre-show match. They they did their thing and uh, yeah they Killian uh, Dane and Drake Maverick got the win so uh, they got a, a tag title match with MSK. Then we had the started off with the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight Championship ladder match between Santos Escobar and Jordan Devlin. Yeah, I, I like this match. Uh, I like the the outcome. How Jordan Devlin is still employed, I have no idea. He was suspended by other wrestling promotions for the speaking out. I don't really know why WWE thought, yeah, we're gonna still continue for the speaking to hire out. This. Yeah, yeah, he he got suspended. Oh, what's the name of the Irish promotion? The Irish wrestling promotion. I'm gonna look it up because they initially suspended him. Progress suspended him as well. OTT, that's it. OTT. Yeah, OTT Wrestling and I think Progress were the two that um, suspended him pending investigation. I don't know if WWE did their own investigation and obviously maybe they didn't find anything. But um, yeah, every time I see this guy, it's, it's, it always makes me a little bit uncomfortable. He's very, very talented. Don't get me wrong. I've not seen a cleaner moonsault in pro wrestling than I seen with Jordan Devlin, but I was just very glad that uh, Santos Escobar got the win, and he can kind of disappear back into wherever the hell he came from. And if I don't have to see him, then uh, so be it. Or Kushida can get his win back against Jordan Devlin for the cruiserweight championship, and then he can scuttle off back to uh, wherever he he came from with his B Tech. Bala ass. <laughs> I love how that's what they were used yeah. to chant at him. B Tech Bala. B Tech Bala. B Tech Bala. B Tech Bala. And uh, Escobar looked like he had control of the match at the beginning. Take out multiple ladders for jokes. So um, it was it was good. Devlin turning it up and jumping off the ladder and converting it into a DDT. I thought that was a nice that was a nice spot if you remember, you know. And I'm just thinking for Santos. I cabron. Wow, man. You, uh, <laughs> you need to recover from that. But he did. He did. The moose at the top of the ladder, ladder from Devlin again was nice. Um, Spanish fly from the ladder was even better. There were some nice spots there. But, mm. you know, um, ending was nice with Devlin going through the ladder. Um, all in all, it was a nice match to start off with night two. Yep. Um, yep. Something to whet the appetite for later on, just like... Um, Night one. So, yeah, um, I was happy with the result. Then we had Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart versus The Way, Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. 
Uh, yeah, it was all right. It was obviously not the worst women's tag team match we're going to see this week as we'll go into uh, <laughs> WrestleMania. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, this match was fine. I did think that Candice and Indy were going to win. But no, it looks like they're going to give Ember and Shotzi a, a little run with the uh, NXT women's tag team titles. I think Shotzi's uh, stepfather had uh, passed away or he was seriously ill into the match. And I think kind of after... He had passed away, so Shotzi went into work working. So, give her all the props in the world for that. And uh, yeah, thoughts absolutely. go out to her family for sure. She 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 worked, went out there, you know, did her thing. Every time she does that dive, it looks like she's gonna hurt herself really badly. I'm like, yeah, you know, she ah! gave me a nightmare for that dive, man. That dive looked like she's gonna drop in a net. For... Yeah. <laughs> Every time she does that, it's like it, it looks like she's gonna fall on her head, but somehow she didn't. And uh, yeah, this match was all right. Again, it's not the worst tag team women's tag team match of the uh, of the week. No, yeah, good match. Surprisingly shorter than I thought it would be. Um, but the dynamic of both tag teams. Well, I guess winning. we'll know why, don't we? We'll, fi- well, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about why later. Yeah. Um. And I was slightly distracted watching this match. Um, no fault of its own. Uh, that time when I was watching it, the death of DMX was popping up on my newsfeed. I was like, what? Um, so, yeah. Uh, but it wasn't then, no. But I watched it the night after, uh, the day afterwards. And that's when... So I didn't I didn't watch night two live. I watched it the day afterwards. Um, and so, yeah, I was a bit sort of distracted. But uh, no, get back into it. Seeing Ember Moon coming from the top turnbuckle and flipping out uh, on both Indy and Candice, I thought it was great. You know, once I saw really the total eclipse and Blackheart doing the ball pit bomb, I knew it was a wrap. Um, so no, good, good on them, and um, it's glad that they they established themselves as credible winners um, with a with a with a longer run. So no, good for them. And then we had the NXT Championship match between Karrion Cross and Finn Balor. This was by far and away Karrion Cross's best Wasn't it Bronson Reed first? Oh! Bronson Reed versus Johnny Gargano first. Before that. (laughs) Oh, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) This one's on me. This one's on me. I I totally forgot about the NXT. I'm like, wait wait a minute, wait a minute. You ain't doing my boy (laughs) Bronson like that. Didn't manage to go through all of that. Well, yeah, NXT North American Championship match, Johnny Gargano and Bronson Reed. I mean, I don't know who's going to take this NXT North American title away from Johnny Gargano. If it's not Kushida, if it's not Bronson Reed. I thought the final moments of this match were really, really good. I thought the beginning, middle was was okay. It was all right. It was sort of simmering. And then it kind of went up a level towards the end and it got really, really good. And yeah, somehow Johnny Gargano is still NXT North American champion. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why he's Johnny Takeover, isn't it? I mean, I was really rooting for Reed in this one, just like night one, because I, I, I love Bronson Reed. Um, but, you know, even in my half hearts, if I have to be serious, I thought it was unlikely that Reed was going to beat a seasoned vet like Gargano, especially in Takeover. Um, but it was a good match. Bronson definitely had his moments. Um, but despite winning, the match really kind of pushed Bronson further, in my opinion. Um, 
and he looked even better for it. So, you know, hats off to not only Bronson for doing this thing, but to Gargano on letting him have those little spots that kind of solidified him to be a upcoming talent to to look for in the future. So um look at seeing looking forward to seeing what um Bronson Reed does. It was um great match from both sides. My worry with the North American title is that they're building up Austin Theory to be the one to beat Johnny Gargano. And I would hate that with a passion. If I know Triple H booking, if I know NXT booking, then I think that's the, the direction that they might go down. I might be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I've, I've got a funny feeling. Because if, if it's not Kushida, Kushida was supposed to win for me that night. Okay, fine. It's not Kushida. Then it's got to be Bronson Reed. It's got to be him. Okay, if it's not Bronson Reed, then who is it going to be? What other baby faces do you have left? Yeah. No, no, I get you. I get you. But it's just like so unimaginative, man. It's just... I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, it's, 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 it's easy booking, isn't it? That's just what I'm saying. Guy... That's what it's so unimaginative. <laughs> it's just why just why okay let's just bring out Austin Fury out of the crank now just but yeah let's right. see what happens and so now it's the co-main event even though we all know the main event is the match that ends the pay-per-view so you first had Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor for the NXT championship match and as I was about to say before uh, Ash correctly reminded me of uh, the, the previous match this was by far and away Karrion Cross's best match in NXT. Probably his best match of his entire career, actually. And yeah, I thought this was a very good match. Due to Finn Balor, probably mainly. I thought Finn Balor did a magnificent job in making Karrion Cross look a million billion bucks. I think he's got the look. He's dig. It's him. They he's going to end up in the main roster, and he's going to end up being the star because of how he looks with Scarlet by his side. The entrance music as well, probably Def Def Rebels only decent entrance music, as we'll talk about with Adam Cole and <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly. So, oh gosh, but um, yeah, this was a, a good main event, a good world title <laughs> yeah. match. Finn Balor did what he had to do. To get this guy over, and yeah, well done um, to Karen Cross. Yeah, this is interesting. Now I know, and I'll say it, I'm an NXT casual, right? Uh, but this match was really out of the blue to me. Like there wasn't much of a build up to this match to have the ending that it did, in my opinion, anyway. Um, and I'm happy to be proven wrong. I'm not precious about it, but for me personally, I just thought, okay. Karrion Cross won. What Finn Balor? Uh, without like even like a long history of even trying to. So, you know, I just didn't think Finn would have lost in the first match against Karrion Cross. His first match against Karrion Cross. I just I don't I would have thought Finn keeping the title would have been more important than Karrion Cross's unbroken streak, but apparently not. No, no, um, Karrion Cross had to win. I think yeah. what what they um were were planning on doing with Karrion Cross getting injured, he was meant to have like this sort of really important run with it, 
And I thought once he'd come back and Karrion Cross, the first time Karrion Cross was going to fight for the title, I knew he was going to win. Because like I said, they are, they've got plans for this guy. Yeah. They want to push So they just need to push him guy. as quick as possible. And they want to, yeah, they want to fast track him, basically. Well, what did I say before, man? Pacing. Pacing. But with, with can... him, he's, he's going to end up on the main roster, I think, maybe even by the end of the year. SummerSlam. On the Survivor main roster. Series. Yeah, possibly. But he'll be on the main, it's a matter of when, not if. He yeah, goes. no, no, he will, he will be on the main roster. Yeah, I agree. With him and Scarlet. Like, that duo is good. The entrance is good. Everything you about can tell that Vince has already act. got hard on over him already because of how big and strong and we'll talk about WrestleMania. Like, Vince yeah. McMahon is going back to the land of the Giants again. Yeah, yeah. When in doubt, um, go to the big guys. <laughs> but no, it was a good match. Uh, it was all right, all right. The coup de gras into a straight jacket submission was beautiful from Karrion Cross. I thought that was just so such a good spot, and it was just a really nice. Mm. Uh, transition, transition, a blended transition into a win. Um, so no, um, another match I was surprisingly shocked with how short it was. Um, again, we all know the reasons for it. Wasn't that but... short, was it? It was about yeah. 15 20 minutes, I'd say. Uh, no, it wasn't even, it wasn't 15 20 minutes. I'm sure it was 17 minutes, 17 minutes, yeah, 17 minutes and five seconds. It's a perfectly paced match. Wow, I didn't, I didn't see that at all. I didn't, that never, that didn't feel like seventeen minutes. The next match, sure as hell, felt like forty minutes. <laughs> but this match didn't feel like seventeen minutes. <laughs> and that but, okay, segues nicely, corrected. <laughs> yes, into the uh, unsanctioned match. I think I saw a lot of people kind of complaining about that going last. It's an unsanctioned match, dude. No, of course. I it would have been unfair to Finn Balor and Karen Cross to have them follow that match. Unfair, incredibly unfair, and yeah, it, it had to go on last. It's it's not like as if it's not been done before. Loads of wrestling promotions sometimes. If this was like the big feud, the big kind of match, and yeah, Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. Honestly, WWE man, whatever you did to CFOS, bring them back. <laughs> bring back CFOS not even them just bring rubbish. back Jim Johnston oh Jim Johnston bring back any one of those guys like well, no, CFOS this... have some bangers though no okay fine fair enough came up but with this Nakamura's garage, Bobby Roode this, this garage band shit has to stop this Def Rebel are awful whatever they did with Adam Cole's music with Kyle O'Reilly even when he was doing the boom it was out of time like, you know, with like how the, the Unspeed Era music is so perfect because you've got like the sort of the timings and the rhythms. Boom! See, it had timings, it had ad libs, it had things. That's how CFOS, like CFOS, they, their music was based on like sort of the kind of general pop music. So, like, you know, Carmela's was kind of based on. Um, What's that song? I'm so fancy. What's her name? Iggy Azalea. F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. And all of that. Like, CFOS, they were great. So whatever happened with CFOS, I think they got into some dispute and WWE got rid of them and decided to hire these jamokes to do their music. And apart from Karrion Cross, Io Shirai, maybe Dakota Kai, 
kind of bangs a bit. But other than that, the, their standard of music has been awful. It's not good. Like, like I'm thinking, you know what? Why don't you pay Ring of Honor to get Adam Cole's old music back? The Adam Cole old music was a banger. I'm thinking, pay Ring of Honor the money, get that for Adam Cole. And Kyle O'Reilly, just, yeah, just get Jim Johnson back, man. See, already, already I was annoyed going into this match. And then... Because of that. I was, I was annoyed by them. <laughs> <laughs> Because if you, oh, if you think about like entrances, if you if you're hyped about an entrance, like when Shinsuke Nakamura made his first entrance in NXT and he had that music to come out to, that was that got me hyped and excited. I'll be honest with you, I'll I'll I'm gonna put it out there. I don't even know if it's a cold take or a hot take. Um, but it I think in this oddly bizarre, contradictory universe i don't with with the amount of bangers that they have for theme songs i don't i, I truly think wwe don't really care about theme songs so i just see it as just like an instrument do you know what i mean no like, no you're right I think you need, right. you, I need think just, you need to you need to go thing. out you need to go out to something so it doesn't yeah. really matter who does it i don't think they take theme theme but i think they should because if they do then it will get the people over like for example like nakamura i've been in live audience when he's had that music yeah, and it same. is one of the most incredible things it's electrifying i love it it's beautiful like when you had people who cared and took care with it it kind of gives the, the impression that okay I, I really like this guy he's got this entrance music you can even play about with it with the electric guitar you can get nita strauss or you can get that <laughs> nigga with the violin <laughs> he is great. I don't know his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick with the violin. You can do yeah. so much, like <laughs> have so much fun with it. But like with with these two, yeah, it kind of set me off on the on the foot. And then you had to sit through forty minutes of that. You know, it wasn't a bad match, by the way. Adam Cole was great in this match. Kyle O'Reilly was great in this match. This was. Adam Cole very, smashed it in this match. Very, very good match. Adam Cole's selling at the end was unreal. When yeah. I think um, he hits him with the, uh, the the on the neck, and he's like literally selling his neck and his back. And honestly, this match was again, it was good, it was incredible. But yeah, it was way too long. Again, I was looking at my watch, thinking, "Damn, a BT Sport gonna cut this off." Well, well, what time mm-hmm. you got? Three, I think BT Sport let it run until three forty-five. I think that yeah, was one of those where someone fell asleep. Someone fell asleep. Me. That's what it was. <laughs> Forgive someone me. Fell asleep. They ain't gonna let that. Grace. A forty. A forty. Three forty-five. A forty-minute match. Three forty-five. That's when someone fell asleep. BT Sport was scheduled to finish. So I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking, oh god, what's the time? We're, we're gonna run out of time here. But then, did they? Under deliver, I think you know, like in in the traditional term of wrestling, is what you have to do is you have to. Um, how does it go? You um. You oh you, under pro- under, under promise and over deliver. Yeah, un- yeah. You you have to under promise and you have to over deliver, and I think maybe they over promised and under delivered a little bit, a little bit. In this really, place. wow. Just a little bit, not not a lot, but just a little bit, because it was one of those where. You just let these two have a pro wrestling match. <laughs> You're just going on 20... like 50 cent now. Just a little bit. 
<laughs> but no, if you just let these two have a 25-minute pro wrestling match, these two would have knocked it out of the park and then some. By doing this gimmick with all the chairs, with all the toolboxes, with all the thumbtacks, with all the whatever props, I don't know. They, 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 they just, 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 a, just a wee bit. I think they did um, un- under deliver. But no, saying that, I, th- I think it still was a, a really, really good match. And yeah, you could have Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly just they can fight forever. F- to be perfectly honest, and I do think that they're going to run it back. Okay, my turn. Um. I agree with you wholeheartedly about the music. It sucks, but we've already gone through that. I don't get what the non-stripe official was for, um, but that was funny. It started off explosive, which was a good sign for us to come. Um, I loved the chain being used for a clothesline um, to get O'Reilly. That was absolutely that was beautiful. Um, Adam Cole was just genuinely spectacular in this match. Um uh, although the suplex on the table by O'Reilly was a good one. Um, you know, O'Reilly gave a good match, man, despite getting rocked in the jaw with a super dirty kick that just even Shawn Michaels like, oh, shit, not like that. So, yeah, <laughs> it was, you know. But I agree. Like I said, pacing, 40 minutes, I thought it was just way too long. I think everything that happened in that match could have been done in 25 minutes. Um. The official getting in the way was funny. I really don't know what that was about. Um, I can't blame Cole for rocking him out, though. The chance you deserve it just made me laugh, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> um, the the spot in the steel ramp was nice. Um, but again, it was at that point where it's like, I would have appreciated it more if you'd have done that 50 minutes ago. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it, it was a good match. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I don't think they under-delivered. I think they, they, it outstayed its welcome. I think that's probably the the correct saying or terminology or whatever it is you, you can explain to. So, yeah. Um, but no, good on, good on Kyle O'Reilly and, and for Adam Cole doing that match, man, because that, that was brutal. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So there we go. All right. We go on to WrestleMania, where we have uh, night one and uh, two, the first of its whoa, kind. Whoa, whoa. Let's, let's, we've got to talk about the rain. No, no, of course, we're going to do that. Wait, wait, chill now. Wait a minute. about the rain. We're, uh, the first um, pay-per-view um, in a long time for the main, well, in over a year, for the main roster. So to see people... You know, even as a spectator, I can't imagine what it was like for the wrestlers. And you could see it, actually, when they were coming in. They were all gassed. Kevin Owens, everyone going, yeah! You know, bringing up the crowd. Drew McIntyre, you know, I felt really, really good for them. Um, and it was really, really nice, you know, as a spectator to see um, to see fans. So, um, you know, it just shows you how important the WWE Universe is. We're going now into WrestleMania Night 1. The rain and the thunderstorm delay was hilarious, I thought. Um, so, yeah, WrestleMania was delayed for half an hour due to rain and lightning. Now, first of all, as a token Floridian, 
as I would say, because majority of my family are from the South, but I spend a lot of my time um, in Miami since as since as I can remember. I've got childhood friends in Miami, right? Um, I could have told you if you're going to have an open event in Florida or Tampa Bay uh, and Tampa especially, nigga, that's a risk now. That is a risk. All right. I have been in Miami where it's pissing it down. We're at my granddad's house and I'll drive to the mall 10 minutes on and it's, and it's, and it's cush. Like literally because it's flat land. In, in a lot of the time in Florida, right? That's just how it is, right? And you're dealing with the tailwind, even though Floridians don't like to, to be called that, right? But you're in the nation's tail, right? So you're getting all of that mad up weather that you're getting. So to have Tampa in an open uh, space capacity, um, it looked like that was a risk that um, WWE was just willing to take. And they kind of um, danced with the devil there because <laughs> they, they got a little bit of what they were bargaining for. So with that, um, lightning and rain, um, that, that, that delayed it, you know. You had Samoa Joe and Michael Cole in rain ponchos, you know, doing their best black man, family guy, black man weather <laughs> impersonation. It go rain! Uh... <laughs> So well, that speaking was... of the black man in the rain, Byron's <laughs> mic stopped working for him, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Byron's mic stopped working. Um, you know, we had this almost cringe fest of wrestlers going out doing these unscripted Ooh. promos. Um, shame at man. Woo! Shit, I'm, gl- I'm glad. Woo, child! I'm glad MVP saved about that one, boy. What? Vince, Vince <laughs> just probably threw him out there. Please, just go. And you know Sarah Schreiber as well. I felt so sorry for her. She couldn't even. She didn't even know where she was supposed to be standing. Like she literally had her back to the audience. Like Drew McIntyre had to tell, her, "Look, you stand here. Come stand here. You're like, don't, don't have your back to me." Oh I thought that was like, oh my lord. And then you, yeah, yeah literally had Shane McMahon going, ah, "Yeah, well, of course, sir." <laughs> what, what do you think? My mom put it back onto the interview, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you know you ain't got nothing to say when you're like, "How ah, you be out, be, be, bail me out, bail me out." Interview, guys. It's like oh, what man. Kevin Hart was like saying in that um, comedy show, like, "Help me, nigga!" <laughs> and then you got MVP <laughs> running out, going, "Huh." You want to start this fight right now? And then, like, MVP saved this for us. Yeah. Montel Vontavious Porter. Please. I love that bro, man. I love that guy. Save this. Save us. Like, he came out there, saved that segment. Then you had Drew McIntyre. I thought he was excellent in his interview. He did well. He did thought well. he was excellent. You know, really passionate, really strong. Kevin Owens, I thought he was really good. Yeah. Again, yeah. said what he, he needed to say. I like how the very first... That's why I love Kevin Owens, man. Because he's exactly how I was. He's as he told you. I wasn't a fan of WCW at all. I didn't care for WCW. Oh, I loved, I loved it when he spoke about Hall of Fame. And then when it came on to the scripted promo, he was like, yo, I got a body. I got a body this guy, Sammy. This is, is, forget these, uh, you know, um, cons- conspiracy theories. So now I, I um, you know, despite some of the awkward worse, um you know, kudos to everyone that came out and represented. Um, personally, I thought they should have just gone back to the um, the kickoff show. 
and just have because that's what they're paid for just to chat breathe for an hour so i think they, they were kind of going back and forth weren't they so oh we're now like this bit, person yeah. back to the pre-show back to michael cole but yeah i think they were kind of thinking just hopefully this rain will pass and then you obviously you had um recent man with the first pop of the night yeah so it um, was him with the who got the first pop of the night not drew mcintyre <laughs> not not anyone else vince it was the bus and um I'll be honest with you, I thought it was a great intro from Vince. I think this is something that will go down as an historical event. This will be like another 316 and another whatever that we know of, of a major talking point. Because, you know, after a year, um, this wasn't, this was just, it was, it wasn't a spot. It wasn't, it was just no frills, no bullshit. It's just from the bus and the superstars to you guys. Look, thank you for 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 sticking with us. Um, we appreciate it. We love to actually see you come back. Um, yeah, let's 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 bring on to WrestleMania. So one I thought it was I'll I say, thought it was a great spot. Yeah. Sorry, one thing I'll say. So you yeah, remember sorry. what's her name? BB Rex, or whatever her name is, who did the. Uh, yeah, I didn't even know who she was. National. Yeah, I didn't know who she was either. But um, the funny thing about her was. Because obviously she was at WWE, uh, at WrestleMania. Obviously she got a lot of attention. Cause, uh... And th- th- there's a picture that she took with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you see what that. was in the background. <laughs> no leg slaps, right? Do not <laughs> slap leg when kicking. <laughs> you know, obviously she's killing kayfabe. You don't want yeah, yeah, yeah. people to know you're not supposed to be kicking. You're not supposed to be... Uh... Slapping your leg, I thought that was absolutely hilarious. Jay Uso threw that out the window, though. <laughs> Jay Uso was slapping. Drew McIntyre was as well. <laughs> yeah, this is WrestleMania. I ain't listening to that. <laughs> it's, uh... it's mania, brother. It's mania. But yeah, you know. And, and I mean, and... the intro. Speaking of Hogan, Tyson... yeah, the Tyson Neal and Hulk Hogan booze were heard. Tyson Neal was great, though, man. Bless him. I feel so sorry for him that he had to be there with Hulk Hogan. That he, that he, well, he could have um, said no. You could have said no. Like, you don't have to. Uh, you know what? I'm uncomfortable, Vince. So I'm going to sit with Yeah, this but one what's up. that going to make him look like? He's global ambassador. He just won the Warrior Award. Yeah, he didn't have to do anything else to prove himself now. Yeah, but it's his hometown as well. He's from Tampa. So is so is Hogan. So you pick your poison, isn't it? Which one do you want? The racist to represent you or the black guy who's showing divert? Do you know what I mean? It should have been no brainer for WWE. And I think if he would have. Set his, set his case. I'm not mad at him being a Negro bot just for that one night. No, no, my, no, my. And I, I, I am, I appreciate he was put in a hard spot. So it's not something I'm precious with. Like, why did Titus do that with Hogan? He should have known better. I'm not, I'm not going to do that to, to Titus. He was, put he is in a, a hard Negro spot. and a butt. He's yeah. a Negro butt. <laughs> a Negro butt. But he did, you know, he did, but, you know, personally, they I were cheering him to... though. Every time he was were. talking, they were cheering him. They were going, hur, 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 you know, people in the uh, crowd doing the whole Florida Gator gimmick. And but then every time Hogan opened his mouth, I thought it, I'll be honest with you. I thought it was just calling you all round anyway, regardless whether Hogan was there or not. They could have written some better spots for him, and he just didn't. You know, they had an opportunity with the water on the slide. And we uh, will go with that in regards to Mandy. They had an opportunity to go, hey, I'm back in Tampa, baby, and run down 
And what, then, Titus. Yeah, Titus. And then who has slipped. fallen down on live yeah. television on two on different television. occasions. Yeah, to do in that. NXT with the beer keg in Saudi Ooh, going under the ring. Do you imagine how much that would have popped? Do you imagine how much that would have popped? I don't think you know? Titus was going to bump in that suit. And I don't care. That, I, I, I would have been happily worked with that. I would have said, okay, it's fake. But you know what? You, you, you're taking something. You're taking tragedy. And you're making it beautiful. Right? This is what black people do. We, we, we're we good with doing that. What, I would have world slide. <laughs> <laughs> I would have I would have been happy with it. I would have been smitten. But the the, the spots that they, they were getting, it was like, uh, okay, I don't know if we need it. But but all right, so let's go into the first match. It was Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE Universal Championship. Uh, pleasantly surprised to have this match at the beginning. Um, I, you know what? Although I was surprised, it doesn't really come as a surprise because I don't think any pay-per-view, main pay-per-view anyway, will be the same since Rollins and Brock started four, four years ago at Mania. I thought once that happened, that kind of shifted. Not like anything could happen. Any big main event can happen straight away because once that happened, that was just such an amazing um uh, you know, time. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it, therefore, you know, let's have McIntyre and Lashley. Why, why, why wait for that? So great. Started very physical at first. It was an okay match in general. It didn't blow me away. Um, it was almost like a raw match towards the middle, but then it did start to heat up a bit. Um, now we were worried that Lashley would be a transitional champ. I said it, you know, in fact, I probably said it on the last podcast that, you know, with the momentum that Lashley is getting, wouldn't it make sense for Lashley just to keep it? But I get that Drew would want to get it in front of fans. But here we are with Drew um, giving that chance to Lashley saying, no, you know, I did have my moment, albeit it wasn't in front of fans, but I still had my moment. You have your moment. And I'm glad my theory was proven wrong. Um I'm I'm just really, really, I'm really, I'm really happy for that. I don't know about the ending with the with the hurt lock. I think Drew is much stronger than that. Um, and okay, I get it. He did fight out of it uh, uh, once or, or probably even a couple of times. But um, I thought he, you know, they should have given him a little bit more to 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 get Drew down. But the fact that Lashley got his WrestleMania moment and he's not just a transitional champ was very, very pleasing to me. And um, amongst the many black accident stuff that we'll be seeing over the, the course of the weekend. So um, I'm happy and um, no complaints from me um, on that front. This was a hoss fight. Big meaty man slapping meat. I love it. Sirloin, <laughs> 250 plus pound beef. Just... Yes. This Some was John Witherspoon. <laughs> this is, I love it. I think as well, the reason why they went, went on first, because I think Drew McIntyre deserved to go out there first and get the first pop of, 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 of the night. I think he deserved that. And I think he wanted to go on first. And I think it was one of those where, yeah, we're going to let you go out there first. We're going to let you perform in front of the fans first. Yeah, set the tone and and and, and things of that nature. I, yeah, Drew McIntyre, he's just great. I thought Bobby Lashley was really, really good. Could this have been, you know, if Bobby Lashley was going to be WWE champion, I'm thinking perhaps maybe this could have been the 
the moment where he wins the title at WrestleMania as opposed to just beating a guy in a bunny outfit just a couple of uh, weeks ago. But, you know, whatever. Bobby Lashley is champion. I did think Drew McIntyre was going to win. I kind of did want Drew McIntyre to win. But, you know, I'm rooting for everybody black, as uh, Issa Rae famously said. And Bobby Lashley won. And I can't be mad at that. That he successfully defended the WWE title at WrestleMania and still the WWE champion. I think they kind of did protect Drew McIntyre in the finish because he didn't tap out. He just kind of went to sleep. He didn't really submit or or, or tap out. I mean, that's always kind of like their way out with um, certain guys. They won't like have them tap out. They'll just kind of make them go to sleep and kind of say, oh, well, he wasn't pinned. He wasn't submitted. He just kind of went to sleep. And so that's the kind of uh, direction they went. And you know what? Okay, fine. Fair enough. Uh, Bobby Lashley is still champion, and I'm, I'm really pleased about that. And I don't want to imagine Drew had a say in how he would have gone out anyway, right? So, you know, you can't be too mad about it. But yeah, um, there we go. Right. So uh, Naomi and Nana versus Camilla, uh, and Billy Kay versus Riot Squad versus Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke versus Natalia and Tamina. It was a tag team turmoil for the opportunity of the women's tag team titles for uh, WrestleMania night two. Uh, now, Naomi and Nana were dominating them at the beginning, but they got eliminated quickly, man. Um, I mean, uh, it was due to Carmella and Billy cheating, but still, I just thought Naomi, I don't know. I would have just liked to have seen them get a chance. I'm just kind of overseeing Naomi just getting bodied easily, even if it's for silly, frivolous things. Um, you could have said, oh, well, she wasn't, you know, knocked out. It was because of cheating. So it's still protecting Naomi. But is it really when that's all the narrative that it is, is that she's just losing to silly things? So it was a little bit disappointing. Uh, my next choice, other than that, was Riot Squad. And Riot Squad were doing their thing. Eliminated Carmella and Billy, And eliminated Mandy and Dana. Um, but again, didn't win, um, which I was bummed about. Uh, I thought they deserved the chance if it wasn't Naomi and Nana. I thought they have got so much potential, Riot Squad. I just I just love the chemistry that live. Uh, you know, this is brilliant, man. This is really, I can't speak, I can't praise them enough. Um, but it seemed like that way uh, wasn't the way that it was planned. Um, it was it was Natty and um, Tamina. Um and word for the grapevine is that Tamina is kind of like the mum backstage in the locker room for the women. And so they kind of wanted to do that for Tamina. They kind of wanted to get, to give her her WrestleMania moment, which looking in retrospect, okay. Um, I mean, you know, we saw at the end when, um, you know, Natty was going to do the sharpshooter, but then Tamina, uh, sorry, Natty then tapped Tamina and go, no, you know, do do the splash, and Tamina's like, "What?" I, like, I generally think that wasn't planned. I think she was just, <laughs> "Yeah, do you know, you snooker man? You're you're in the family, like do something." And so Tamina goes, "All right," and then so she did the splash, and um, she got the one two three pin. So it was a nice moment for her. Um, but you know, I, I do want to see Riot Squad or Naomi and Nana have their chance eventually. 
you didn't even mention the the most important thing in this match was Mandy Rose. Yeah. Yeah, Mandy Rose, yeah. Well, I said it earlier, so Hell I on her ass. I don't want to... And... Uh, I don't want to boil her. Honestly, um, I don't know about the worst WrestleMania matches in history, but I'm afraid this is going to rank up there with some of the uh, worst on, matches man. in WrestleMania. Yes. To me, that it the was moment, a man. botch fest. It was... Botchmania is going to feast from this match. It was sloppy. It was all over the place. Look, I love women's wrestling. I'm an advocate for women's wrestling. I love Tamina with every fiber of my being. And it hurts that she didn't win the tag team titles. We'll talk about that later on. Yeah, obviously, this was all about Tamina. You know, she did her splash. But honestly, the match was a mess. I think the Riot Squad were probably the only ones who really had the chemistry and knew what they were doing. I do think that they deserve better. And I do think that eventually that their time will come or their time should come. I'm imp- I'm so impressed with Liv Morgan and how much she's improved over the years. Ruby Riot is a really good wrestler and she needs to be... We need to see how good of a wrestler she is. Uh, Billy Kay, God bless her. She's just the most hilarious entertaining character there's a lot of Mizdow vibes with uh with billy k doing a whole carmela cell entrance and doing that whole thing i did uh i didn't think that was cute but um no in terms i thought of the promo combat, was hilarious uh, just like mimicking carmela because yeah. i just thought it was so funny she's she's, uh, genu- she's like, genuinely she's yeah worker. like protect billy k at all costs yeah she's brilliant and she's really, really good. it's crazy how she's on but peyton royce wasn't but um yeah whatever but uh but no this this match won't won't well peyton's won't got her me. like beauty pageant since she so maybe she's busy with that or maybe i don't know creative took her i've not i have no idea we don't have any plans for you <laughs> it might be one of those things but no it was this match won't be remembered fondly in the annals of WrestleMania. But obviously, <laughs> if you know Tamina got her moment, but you know why didn't they play her entrance music? Yeah, you know how sure. her entrance music bangs. Her entrance. What do you think? What do you? What do you think? What do you think? That her entrance music bangs. Play that one. Bump that entrance music. I don't need to hear Natalia's. I don't need to be hearing that. I need to be hearing Tamina's. She won the match. <laughs> Play her music, damn it. Uh, right. So we have that. And now Seth Rollins and Cesaro. So I was looking forward to this match all night. Two great wrestlers who have great chemistry. Um, you know, they, const- they consistently perform on SmackDown. So to now have a big show on the, 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 the grandest stage of them all, um, it was nothing short of brilliant. And, uh, you know, great start. Seth Rollins tried to avoid the swing like the plague. I thought it was brilliant. Um, Seth with the superplex and Falcon, even the corkscrew splash. I'm like, yo, this is vintage Seth. This is like, this is like shield Seth, which is, I thought it was, it was brilliant. Bringing all of this stuff out. But, you know, Cesaro with the neutralizer, uh, you know, I thought that was going to do it. Then he did the UFO and then the swing. And then a second neutralizer. Whoa, he pulled no punches. I thought it was just a great match. 
And um, it was great that Cesaro had his WrestleMania win. Um, so, yeah, uh, there's, there's literally no complaints at all in this match. Probably could be a little bit longer, but it was the pacing was great. So, um, I, I, I didn't watch the ending of this match live because uh, my cat decided to uh, shit the bed proverbially and uh, had to... Uh, go and clean that up. And so I couldn't watch this match live, but I, had to, I went back and watched it. Yeah, it was a very good match, as you'd expect from Cesaro, as you would expect from Seth Rollins. They, you know, put on a show. It was really, really good match. Like you said, the chemistry was on point. Two very, very good workers doing their thing uh, on the on the, on the the biggest stage of all. And uh, it's, it's making me believe that they're going to push... Cesaro again. I'm 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 getting on that train again. <laughs> I've got my. You don't want to get I've, your I've, hopes I've, up. I've booked my tickets. I'm ready. You don't want to get your hopes up. Here you go, Inspector. I'm on the train. Let's go. Choo choo. Get ready for a journey of nowhere. <laughs> I'm on that train now. It's too late. All right. All right. Don't All I'm just at the. I'm just at the platform. <laughs> I'm going to be coming off at the next stop. Going. Man, you was right. Man, this train led this this train led nowhere. But no, I, why not? Roman Reigns needs babyface challengers. Yeah, why not? I agree. Ask them because they don't do anything. They might now. <laughs> after all these years. <laughs> okay, well, I I I appreciate your optimism in this blessed month, but unfortunately, I still can't muster it up even even in this uh, thirty days. Uh, AJ Styles and Omos versus the New Day for WWE Raw Tag Team titles. Um, nice for Big E to come out with the traditional intro. That was nice. Good domination at the beginning at the New Day. Isolating AJ, AJ Styles from the preventing him tagging Omos. I thought that was just fun. I love Xavier Woods going, we're cutting the ring in half. <laughs> this is tag team wrestling. We're cutting the ring in half. It was I so good. Like it was a good. It was. It was. It was great. Um, but you know, once Omos tagged, it was all over, mate. I mean, you know, Omos played that giant Gonzalez, great Carly role so well. You know, um, in ranking on my big guys, he's my favorite actually. Yeah, actually, let's do that. It's Omos. <laughs> that is great Carly. That is giant Gonzalez. Let's. You know, I I I loved New Day, uh, but they got violated differently. You know. Um, and really, if it if it isn't for Omos putting it out there, at least it's for AJ to be a Grand Slam champion, um, which he fully deserves. So, um, you know, he, he's hilarious as a heel. I can't really take him seriously as a heel. Um, he, he's more of a, he's more of comic relief, which I'm okay with, but I just thought, I thought he was, I think he's just funny like that. But yeah, um, congratulations to AJ for the Grand Slam title. Yep, um, this match was all about making almost. That's what this match was. Kobe and Xavier Woods' job was to put this big nigger over. <laughs> that was their job. And they did it very well. They did it to the best of their abilities. They did it really, really well. And 
Yeah, that's that. Literally, that's what the match. That, that was the 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 aim and the design of this match was to make Omos into a big, big star, have a big star making showing, and that's what this match was. And yeah, AJ Styles is now a Grand Slam champion in WWE. Probably one of the quickest Grand Slam champions I can remember. In he's only been in the company for five years, and he's already. Grand Slam champion, and when you think about people who aren't Grand Slam champions, so Sheamus isn't the Grand Slam champion. John Cena, believe it or not, is not a Grand Slam champion. Neither is The Rock. Neither is Stone Cold. So the fact that he is Grand Slam champion goes to show how he is and how how highly they uh, they see him in 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 that company. So you know what. Fair play to them, and yeah, almost was a big star, and he's he's already struck a chord with you if you're putting him up there as as number one. Yeah, straight away. Already, I need to say anything else. My man, yo, you see what my man did to Xavier Woods? He he didn't he didn't just have his foot on his chest. He wiggled it in like he was rubbing gum off his shoe. That was some next level different finish. It was it was over, over. So um yeah, I, I, I already love that that character and that, you know, thing that Omos is, is putting out there. So um yeah. Uh right, so Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman in a cage match, the first cage match in a WrestleMania since WrestleMania 2, which was Hogan versus Bundy. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. There's been a cage match at Mania. There's been, there's been, there's been, uh, had in the cells. There's not been a cage match, a traditional cage match. No. Nope. I looked. Because, uh, I actually, I actually got informed by that Sean Rossap from, uh, uh, fightful, he was on that put him out, like, and everyone's like, What are you serious? And then everyone underneath was like, Well, I'll be damned. And I looked at it and like crazy. So, yeah, um, that's the first cage match since this the WrestleMania 2. Uh, clever work from Shane getting his boys to rough up Braun with the chair before the match starts. Um, yeah, match was okay, I guess. The bump from Shane was cool, but you know, like, that's literally his MO, so I didn't even blink. You know, I was in fact I was damn near impatient because I was like, "Yo, come on, man! When is when is it gonna fall?" Like, we all know it's gonna happen. Like Milhouse yeah. watching the issues yeah. statue of Pucci. <laughs> when yeah. is he gonna go to the factory? <laughs> yeah, it was exactly <laughs> that one. Like, I was like, "Come on, man! Shit, y'all are dragging this out." Um, but yeah, you know, he eventually did it. Um, I wasn't really invested in the match. You know, you heard Braun's like, "Oh, this is the first. This is for everyone." Has ever been called stupid? I'm like, yo, shut up, fam. No one cares if you've been called stupid. <laughs> Literally, no one cares if you've been called stupid, man. I really don't care. I wasn't invested in it anyway. It was to very be fair, Braun Strowman cut a hell of a promo on Raw, though. Probably yeah, the best promo maybe. of his career. Maybe. But, like, he was just overdoing it with, this is for, I know, I, I get it, man. You want to make it, like, inspirational. Just just doing one now, innit? So, um, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I wasn't invested with it. I don't care if Braun is getting called an idiot by Shane. Um, but you know, I don't think I Shane suppose... cared even in the interview with Sarah Schreiber. He was like, "Oh, I'm just joking." What? 
Yeah. What do you mean you were joking when you were doing the hopscotch? Going, this is how Braun Strowman learns how to count. <laughs> and then you had the whole gunge gimmick as well. But no, yeah, you that, know what? Yeah. I thought this match was fine. It was a typical, yeah, it's a typical Shane McMahon match. You're waiting for the big spot where he throws himself. It was a perfectly safe landing. I don't think he was particularly hurt by that. Um, yeah, it was all about putting Braun Strowman over and Shane McMahon did as good a job as you can do, really, to to put to put Braun Strowman over. So, yeah, I mean, job. look, the, 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 the least that it did is that it changed the dynamic, right? You know, everything it was, was a done. normal match. Yeah, uh, they, brought the, they, they brought in the cage. That changed it a little bit. That was it. That's all they needed to do. And, you know, it, they, it served its purpose, really. Um, right. Um, probably one of the best matches of the night. I would say this is, without being any disrespectful, this was co-main uh, event. <laughs> Debut piece. Who you be taking nothing away <laughs> from my, my sisters, man? I, I said... Enough not taken away from anything. No disrespect. I just you just that. called it a co-main event, nigga. Don't be no. taking nothing away from Sasha and Bianca. Bad they were the main bad event. Bunny did not smash it. But we will talk about how Bad Bunny smashed it. Right. Like, you did amazing, sweetie. You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> okay. Damn. But don't, but don't leave Sasha and Bianca alone. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't, don't need to get dragged into this. But with all that said and done, Damien Priest and Bad Bunny versus The Miz and John Monison was just brilliant. Now, I didn't really care for the storyline either. As long with Braun, I just really didn't care for the storyline. But I was looking forward to seeing what Bad Bunny could do. And seeing that the dude put in the work every week, you know, you've got to respect it. You've got to say, you know what? You put in the work every week. You came in every week for Raw. You know, you was coming in with these little spots. Let me see, let me let me see what you're gonna do. I'm I'm not gonna use a toilet break for you lot. I've already done that with Braun. Let me see what you guys are gonna do. And you know, watching it, it was one of my favorite matches of the night. It was so entertaining. Bad Bunny with the hip toss, the drop toe hold. You know, warming himself up and then cranking it up with the crossbody. His 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 what is becoming a trademark of his now. The crossbody man's got that on a t-shirt. Can get up from WWE Network and shit. Uh, and the double Falcon Arrow. Yo, he smashed it, bro. He smashed it. It was so fun and entertaining. I have a newfound respect for Bad Bunny. You know, I've even added Booker T to one of my playlists. Yeah. Just that's for, my song you know now. What? I'm, I'm, I'm going to play that for you. I'm going to give you a couple of cents for, 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 that, for, that, for that match. Um, you know, generally, kudos to everyone involved, um, including. Miz and Morrison for making um, Bad Bunny look good. I thought, you know, you know, to to have good heroes, you have to have great villains, and they played it to a T. So, uh, you know, kudos to them as well. They were brilliant. Um, looking forward to seeing now, although kind of skeptical, I'm looking forward to now to seeing what um, Damien Priest has got lined up now. I hope they do utilize him well, um, and that he is. Um, yeah, utilize well. Let's see. But in regards to that particular match, ten out of ten, like legit ten out. Of 10. Yep. I mean, what does he say in the Booker T song? Estoy en mi peak. <laughs> I am yeah. in my peak. 
he took that literally i mean from his entrance i love his entrance came out like a million billion bucks he was over like rover with the crowd the crowd loved him i marked out a little bit when he came out with his you what know that, big, and everything what was that like a a coach or some shit like that or... some truck or whatever yeah, and he's on truck, top of the yeah. truck like this is a star you're thinking this is the biggest star ever he comes out got the whole entrance and you know what like if miz wasn't wwe champion i would be all over this hey hey hop hop song i actually think it's pretty catchy i can't get it out of my head hey hey ho hop this is for the world premiere and why go they help a little they help a lot brinka brap brap you can be so i mean that that whole thing was so fun with all the bunnies and they're all coming in there doing their little dance i did like that <laughs> you're far too easy to please with songs from wwe man what are you talking about that's their own song that they did for the bands but no, it's a catchy song. What do you want? Miz and Morrison, they've done so many catchy little songs. Do you like Hey, Hey, Ho, Ho? That whole music video they were doing as well. That that stuff was hilarious. And like I said, if Miz wasn't WWE champion, I'd be all over this. And if you go to the match, yeah, obviously you're wondering how he's going to do, how he's going to fare. Obviously, he's been doing the work at the Performance Center. He's been with um, Damian Priest. And yeah... He, he basically did everything you'd want him to do in terms of a debut. And in terms of like a celebrity coming in, he's got to be up there as one of the best. Like him, I think of Pat McAfee, Ronda Rousey, like their debut matches and how good they were. But he was just as good as those He's guys. Pat McAfee's level. He's Pat McAfee's level in entertainment. I would... Pat McAfee's a good promo though. Bad Bunny. Yeah, that's true. I would, true. I would, I would want him to go to H. I wouldn't. I want him to go to Shawn Michaels promo class. Just a couple, sitting in a couple of promo classes. You're at the performance center. Go into one of the promo classes and just kind of sit there with Shawn Michaels and pick his brains. But no, but you know, I, I, I don't want to take anything away from him. Like Bad Bunny, he did incredible. I thought Miz and Morrison did a brilliant job putting him over. When he did the Canadian Destroyer on John Morrison outside, I thought, my. This guy is, this is serious. Like, this is a pro wrestling match. This isn't just a celebrity. And this is the annoying thing about WWE. Like, obviously, he's a new guy and he's coming in. So they're going to let him do what he wants to do. If they do that with all of their talent, instead of making them work through a playbook, then they would be making a lot more stars. You look at, for example, Ty Conti in AEW. She was in their books. And look at her. Look at her. She's literally like become a really, really good pro wrestler. Because they because AEW are letting her do what she does best. They're letting her do the jujitsu and the karate instead of just following a boring ass performance set, a playbook. You know, Triple H she's even said it loads of times. He goes, This is what we do. Whether we're right or whether we're wrong, we expect our people who are at the performance center to follow this playbook of how to do wrestling matches. You have to do it, right or wrong. But obviously, Bad Bunny, he's a, a new, fresh guy. He's coming in. They say, you know what? You want to do this? Do this. You want to do that? Do this. They did the same with Pat McAfee. 
did the same thing with Dominic Mysterio. They did the same thing with Ronda Rousey. Just go out there and do your thing. I promise you, if you let if you let WWE superstars do their thing in the ring all the time, instead of having to follow a playbook where they have to do holds every two minutes, hold, 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 follow a format, then well, there needs to be a blueprint. There needs to be a foundation to. Of course, of course. And then, yeah, they should have. They should have the creative bit. Um freedom to express how they express themselves you're right no but no yeah. honestly this was a superb match it did damien priest i was about to say that it, it did damien priest wonders because the crowd were popping huge for him but what did they do on monday night raw without bad bunny they beat damien priest okay it was a handicap match and miz used the the the, the ropes but you know, like in Tom and Jerry, what when when Tom was made to look like an idiot, he'd have a picture of like a horse and he'd say, Jackass. That's exactly what it, it, they made Damien Priest look like. The first night that he's without a bad bunny, the first night they beat him. So I was thinking, yeah, oh, I was I was gonna talk about how amazing WrestleMania was for him and how you know this is gonna elevate Damien Priest, this is gonna you know, put him to a, a new level, but yeah, typical Vince McMahon, typical WWE. On the very next night, he loses to Miz and Morrison, and but no, like Bad Bunny was tremendous. This was a really, really fun match, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. He's better than Dominic Mysterio, in my opinion. I'd have to watch more Dominic Mysterio before <laughs> making the Shit. before making the if, comparison. If he's been wrestling all this long, and you're like, mm, I still don't know, then he's already better than Dominic Mysterio. Because look at the amount of time that he's had compared to Bad Bunny. But I think if Dominic Mysterio is in that spot, he could have the same match. I don't think he could do what I don't, what he didn't do. Yeah, I've not seen that from him anyway in any match that he's done. He's, do you not remember the tag with Seth Rollins? I thought that was a pretty good match. His yeah, debut match, that was good. Something that about really Dominic good. Mysterio where I'm just not feeling him, man. I'm just not feeling him. Let him just don't... Just... Call him Dominic. First of all, call him Dominic. Don't call him Dominic. Dominic Mysterio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna mess up with your head by calling him Dominic Mysterio. Just call him Dominic. Let it marinate with Dominic a little bit. Marinade a little bit. Hey, hey, hey. Like, just a banging track, mate. Yeah, Booker T has grown on me. It's actually grown on me, the song. Because the way he, he performed it and Royal Rumble, I was like, what is this? What's going on? And yeah, when yeah, I actually heard the track... The bro, gimmick, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when I heard the track, I was like, woo! Yeah, it's so he's got some bit of bass, you know? No, Bad Bunny is, is, is pretty talented. Like, I, yeah, I knew yeah, the yeah. one where Ric Flair was in the video, the Chambaya. Hola! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chambaya! Like, I knew that track. <laughs> is that the one that he performed at Super Bowl? I think it might be. And Ric Flair was in the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick Flair was yeah, actually yeah. in the video. Like, yeah, he's he wasn't at the Super Bowl, but he was in the video. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, no, um, great, great, uh, great match all round. Okay, so we come to this moment, what we've all been waiting for: Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, and this is a historic event and something that, uh, you know we are witnessing history of. And it was great that Michael Cole said it at the beginning, that this is the first time two black women main eventing at WrestleMania. Um, it, it was just brilliant. I appreciate two black him queens, saying 
Yeah, I, I do. Appreciate Michael well. Cole saying that, man. It's 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 a it's a big deal. Like that's you you, you know many people take that in normal in passing, but that was a big deal when he said that. Literally, I swear to God, the hairs at the back of my neck was like, "Whoa, this is mad!" You know, this is a this is something that you really need to really take. Like, people will be speaking about this for your 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 your, ne- your kids and their kids. All right, this is within WWE. So, um, you know, two black black queens headlining and deserve it as so. Seeing Bianca tear up, knowing the magnitude of the situation, I thought was beautiful. I'm not um, going to lie. My eyes were starting to water when the bell rang and Bianca was literally about to burst into tears. Like, I got emotional as well. Like, it was it was one of those, like, surreal moments. Couldn't be understated. Uh, you know, even the opening lockup was great. Um, you know, because it's hard to believe that Sasha would overpower Bianca. So she outpositioned her and out-techniqued her. And I thought just the storytelling in the wrestling in itself, I thought it was just brilliant. Um, you know, you could see that in many instances in a match, Bianca could carry Sasha like a little you. It was just so funny how it was done. Um, the match was brilliant from start to finish. Seriously, like it could be, it could have been 10 minutes longer than it was. And I would have still been thoroughly entertained without any, you know, exaggeration. Uh, the whip that Bianca delivered to Sasha Woo! That was cut her open. Cut her open, like, and you know that slapped the wind out of her. Like, did you see the scar? The scar, yeah, was yeah, yeah. It cut her Just open. The red, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was great ending. Yeah, I was so pleased for Bianca. Pleased for them both, actually. <clears throat> Beautiful to see. <laughs> You know, Sasha trying to keep the heel persona in it, but she just, she couldn't, man. She just saw another fellow black woman peer getting her moment and just couldn't help but just come out of kayfabe. And this is why I say kayfabe is dead, because it's worth it when you see stuff like that. It's worth it when you see stuff like that. It was a fan. This is some stupid Mark with his camera filming Sasha Banks. You, That's what it was. You, you was happy with that. I was happy with that. Everybody was happy seeing that. That was, that was a beautiful. A, that was. That was a beautiful. <laughs> that was a beautiful moment. That's got nothing to just do with Just know K-Fame. that it was a beautiful. That just no, it was just, a beautiful moment. Just, <laughs> but it was. It was, was one of those. Moment. It was. It was candid. That's it. It was a candid. <laughs> yeah, moment. yeah. It wasn't <laughs> caught by any WWE cameras. It was caught by a fan. Shit, they can't cut. The, the the cameras can't catch anything to save their lives now, except for giving you nausea. Shit, but uh, they can catch still chair shots though, <laughs> from five different angles. No, you're right. It was it was candid, but no, it was brilliant. It was a beautiful. It was just beautiful to see Sasha. I'm um, like, you know what? I'm pleased for you, girl. Um, such an historic night for women's wrestling. Uh, black women, no less. It was beautiful. Um, you know, Montez coming in there, putting her on the, um, putting her, putting her on his. Do you know what? I did laugh though, because you know you've always got some people putting up pictures. So you had Bianca on Montez's shoulder, and then you had <laughs> you had Triple H superimposed doing that, <laughs> just like what you did in Evolution with Randy Orton. What is wrong with the laughing. internet, <laughs> I was just get a life, you marks. I was just laughing right now. <laughs> it was so funny but no um, great great moment there's nothing really for me to add on that except for 10 out of 10 again 
again, yeah. Um, this is again entrance music is so key. Bianca Belair, what an entrance music! And she comes out and she performs. I think she's rapping it herself. This is her. And everything about that music says Bianca. I think WWE have allowed people to keep their CFOS theme songs if it's particularly like associated with them. So Bianca gets to keep hers. Bobby Roode gets to keep Glorious. Nakamura gets to keep um, Rising Sun. AJ Styles gets to keep They Don't Want None. No, They Don't Want None. He gets to keep that, Finn Balor, etc. But like, yeah, Bianca Belair, she came out in her entrance looked like a million bucks, did the whole, like, you know, the hair, everything. Sasha Banks, I was expecting some kind of Hummer or, like, a, a big old truck, as she does with her big WrestleMania entrances, because she's the boss, the blueprint, the standard. I'm so glad she gets to main event WrestleMania. That's in her history. Nobody can ever take that away from Sasha Banks. If you take away the hype, hyperbole if you take away the historical significance the fact that it's two black women the fact that it's two women main eventing a singles match if you take everything away i thought this was a magnificent main event world title match i thought both women were excellent the chemistry was i ain't never seen i'm not seen chemistry like that since year 10. <laughs> i ain't seen that level of chemistry that the chemistry was unreal they work so well together. Sasha Banks maybe will go down in history as being one of the best WWE women wrestlers of all time. The way she can carry a match, ring ring general. That's what Sasha Banks, she's a ring general. Like, and obviously Walter, that's his gimmick, daring general, but Sasha Banks, she is the boss in that ring. She's like, she's up in that echelon with AJ and Daniel Bryan as being like, come work with anyone and make and, and be amazing. Yeah, put like and and there's a reason why so many women past, present, future. I think the Bella said Sasha Banks is one of the best ever. I think even Trish and Lita had said it. Her Bailey has said it. Like so many of our contemporaries have said it about Sasha Banks, and it's one of those where. If you can just forget for one moment that she's 0-6 now at WrestleMania, she is... Give her her WrestleMania moment. Give her her WrestleMania moment. I, I think it'll come. It's, yeah, in, yeah. it's inevitable. It's inevitable. Because obviously she almost left. It cannot be, you know, under She nearly left WWE and never would have come back. But this was such a good match. Bianca, she was great in this match as well. The fact that Sasha Banks can do a tope suicida and not nearly die like she has done with every other of her opponents, where Bianca caught her and then she's literally carrying her into the ring and then just dumping her like that. I thought, yeah, this is Bianca Belair for real. Like, this girl is special. This girl is money. I did initially, my prediction was that they were going to have Sasha Banks retain and maybe do a, a program, but it actually makes sense to put the belt on Bianca. Give her, give her, give her the rock. See what she can do with it. This is her time. This is her moment. And yeah, this was just an incredible main event match. One that, you know, you can even take everything away and look at it from a pure wrestling point of view. This was great. Sasha Banks deserves the world and everything in it. And you know what? So does Bianca. The end as well. And you know the funny thing about Bianca Belair? 
is that she's the only babyface WWE champion. It's just her. Everybody else is a heel. And it was just her reaction, her natural babyface reaction, when she's about to cry at the beginning of the match. In the end, it's real reaction, like real, like, and you had like, I think like her dad almost falling oh, off. Oh, family. The, yeah, fam- the yeah just fell, fell off the ramp, yeah. I'm thinking Over Uncle this. nearly took a bump there. And then obviously, you know, Montez putting his woman on his shoulders, celebrating the, the brilliance. And yeah, this was just, a, this was a WrestleMania moment. A really good WrestleMania moment. And it topped off what I thought was a really good night one. Yeah, brilliant night. Absolutely brilliant night. Uh, let's see if we can say the same for night two. Uh, so yeah, no delays into uh, WrestleMania night two. Titus and Hogan kicked off again, um, with the worst Jack Sparrow cosplays that I've ever seen, and louder um, boos, and louder boos as well. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean, I don't think I need to ask you how you thought that went. It, we all, we kind of all agree that it was dog shit. Um, and then we have the first match: the Fiend versus <laughs> Randy Orton. He's your man. <laughs> like Get your a... man's. Collect your man's. <laughs> this is your man's. Go on, Ash. Talk your, talk your shit, Ash. This is your man. <laughs> I don't gotta say nothing. I don't gotta say nothing. This is your man. Get to your man's. You know what? <laughs> okay, okay. Let me. Okay. First of all, let's start with the positives. All right. I love the entrance. I thought the entrance was great. The Jack of the Box, another innovative way to showcase the Fiend and Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss um, must be having a blast with this. You can tell, you know, um, just experimenting and doing different things. You can tell she's having a lot of fun. And it shows so happy for her with that. Um, the the red tint still needs to go. I don't know why they brought that back. Um, but anyway, match lasted just about at the right time, which was five minutes. Alexa comes on top of a box. Fiend gets RKO'd by Orton um, after getting distracted by Alexa squirting. Now, <laughs> this is... And as you have correctly said, my man, the fiend, the character that I love, the innovative way that he's brought, I have tried in every way that I can to exhausted all possibilities to defend this. And I just can't. It was absolutely unacceptable. To disappear after four months just to come back. Do you disappear? Not only do you disappear for four months, but the way that you disappeared, which was being set alight, you come back and then you like reincarnate yourself or some shit. And you just get an RKO, just one RKO. That and you know sold over. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. That, yeah, that you know sold a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And it's all over for you. It's a wrap. That I I can't I can't defend that. There's no way I can defend that. I can't defend that because 
I'm more on integrity of the of 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 the business than I am for like just bandwagoning um, characters. I just um, and should I be should I be surprised after Goldberg and the Fiend? No, not really. But like, man, you're yamming a pin after that. It's just I don't know. I just thought it was dumb as hell, man. He's yamming a pin, but what is his nickname? Eater of pins. That's what Bray Wyatt is. He's the eater of pins. But you know what? I liked I liked the Brody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Last. Which the commentators totally missed. No, didn't say. Just ignored it. Um, because this is the first match yeah. that he's had since since uh, since since his passing. Yeah. Okay, so I did like the Jack in the Box thing. I, I thought that was kind of cute. I actually, yeah, I did like that. Um, I did like the tribute to uh, Brody, but uh, yeah, that's about as 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 much as the positives go, really. <laughs> that's, that's all I got for positives. But honestly, this match, because the thing was like, we were like, this is a guy that Randy Orton burnt to a crisp. Okay, he burnt this guy to a crisp. Left him in the uh, oven and 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 he came out as a crisp or whatever. And so you're thinking, right, this is going to be an opportunity for him to get revenge. You know, this can be a blow off, a payoff, whatever you want to call it. And so you have him dress up as Wurzel Gummidge. And you literally got Alexa Bliss coming out as Saucy Nancy. And I'm thinking, okay, this is all very weird and whatnot. And they have a wrestling match and not a good wrestling match at that. They have a, a wrestling match and... It doesn't matter if you're a fiend. If you have girl problems, you have girl problems. And it looks like, you know, Alexa is now turned on the fiend. And now she's the fiend. And now Bray Wyatt is simple, happy Bray Wyatt. And what did I say would happen when the crowd see this live? They're going to boo this. And that's exactly what they did every time. But they, they didn't showed... do it for the, sake, for the sake that he was a fiend. They did it because it was because absolute the... yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's what I thought was going to happen. Whatever they're going to do is going to be shit and they're going to boo it. <laughs> I said that was going to happen. And that's exactly what happened. Honestly, like, <laughs> and now you're going to have Alexa Bliss being this fiend character or Lily. And now it's going to be the women. So, you know, we're going to see Charlotte in a long-drawn feud with... Uh... She's taken over the power, right? She's yeah. Now, and now... You've, been, you've disappeared. Now yeah. I'm the head honcho. That's what it... That's kind of seeming to where they're going on, right? With Bray yeah. posting that Samson and Delilah picture on Twitter, right? That yeah. kind of seems to where they're going. But in regards to as far as WrestleMania is concerned, that was just a hot steaming pile of shit. I mean, yep. I just can't defend it. So, um, there we go. Uh, Natalia and Tamina versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler for women's tag team title. It was an okay match. I kind of knew who was going to win, but it was nice for Tamina to get her WrestleMania moment again. I still think Riot Squad should have been there, but you know what you're going to do. Um, the correct correct people win because did they? Yeah. Were they the correct people? Yeah, come on, man. Natalia and Tamina, no, not tag team champions. Definitely not Natalia anyway. Yeah, I, I didn't think this was particularly great. You had Natalia scrambling to put this match together because it was a bit messy. Obviously, it, the whole kind of story was Tamina and Naya and the big 
Hogan, Andre the Giant, slam at WrestleMania. I thought once that slam was going to happen, I thought that Tamina and Natalia were going to win. But obviously they didn't win. And yeah, I was uh, very, very disappointed about that. And yeah, this match was kind of there. And yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, my thoughts precisely, whatever. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. So um, I was looking forward to this match because we all know Sami and Kevin have great chemistry together. Um, and it was probably one of the better matches. I don't know. It kind of seems deceiving because we've just come off from two crap matches. So we're thinking, okay, well, this must be an amazing match, right? Just like when you're hungry and then you haven't had anything to eat and you get a cracker. You're like, oh, that shit. You know what I mean? You're like, wow, that, that's the best cracker of my life. So I don't know whether I'm deceived because we've been deprived with good matches up until that moment or whether it was generally a good match because they had good chemistry. But I wasn't complaining. Um, it was one of the better matches that started the evening, definitely. Sammy dominating Kuro differently was great. I was impressed. Uh, you know, it was fun. Let's be honest. It was, it was that's all it was. You know, um, and I think Logan Paul didn't really do anything. He didn't need to be there whatsoever. If that's all it was going to be, was just to watch out the, the announced beef, then why he was invited, I have no idea. I suppose it kind of made up for it when he got the stunner, but that could have been on SmackDown, to be honest with you. Um, nah, yeah. Logan Paul was WrestleMania. They had to have him there for the stunner. <laughs> no, they didn't need his ass there, man. No, but he's got a big following, hasn't he? So, uh, there's a very Not anymore. Game. If he's going to Japan and looking at people committing suicide, then not really. Yeah, but he's... There's a, there's a reason why they, they initially had him kind of on board, because obviously they do the big... The big, the big moment of that was... Kevin Owens stunning Logan Paul at WrestleMania. Big pop from yeah, the crowd. Yeah, uh, Americans have that stupid theory type of no, uh, you know, um, all controversy, all news is 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 pub- good publicity. All controversy all creates cash. Yeah, it's just bollocks. I'm just if if as a person who's controversial and they're bad, you shouldn't invite them. But you know, that's what I think. But I don't think they care, so they still invited them. But there we go. Uh, Sheamus versus Riddle for the USA Championship. Um, oh, I didn't say ahead. what I thought. Sorry. Um, oh, no. I didn't think you even had any force on this match. No, I did. Come on, man. <laughs> this is... These two are great together. I'm sure they've had this type of match pretty much since they were in their mid-20s in Montreal. Kevin Steen and El Generico, you know, they've probably had this match hundreds and hundreds of times in hundreds of different promotions and they managed to have it at WrestleMania and it didn't disappoint because it never will disappoint Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. It's, it's impossible for them to have a bad match. Impossible. And yeah, it was a good match and Kevin Owens won and Kevin Owens hit the stunner on Logan Paul for the big pop. And I mean, look, you know, you say Logan Paul, why was he invited? The guy was getting booed at every opportunity, he wasn't getting any cheers at all. It wasn't like when Bad Bunny was out there getting a massive pop. He was getting booed, so you can at least say... Yeah, but you don't invite people to get booed. Self-aware. No, but I'm saying that at least he's there. They've invited him, but at least the crowd weren't, you know, popping for Logan Paul. Because if they did, if it was a trash audience and they did pop for him, then what? What's your justification? Do you know what I mean? So I just, I always think it's just risky... Um, and bad territory to bring people in 
like that, especially if you've got controversy of just making light of suicide and whatnot and going to these places for clicks on YouTube, which he did do. Um, but I suppose he served his purpose to an extent. So, but yeah, it's 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 reason one hundred and two thousand of the, why I love Kevin Owens and why he's so underrated and one of my favorite wrestlers in the business at the moment. Just love him. Um, and I was proud to be wearing his shirt that night. The WrestleMania one. Yeah. Uh, Sheamus versus Riddle, uh, USA Championship. Um, it looks like the birds have reappeared with Riddle with a vengeance. Pirate hats and shit. Uh, surprisingly, this was a good match. Um, not really much to say except for very physical, very entertaining. Sheamus smashed it through. Thoroughly deserved. Uh, that reversal broke kick was just... Mwah! Um, and, you know, the, the broke kick after the, you know, what looked like the back flip, it was just... It was it was perfect. So, um, good on Sheamus. Um, yeah, there's nothing else for me to say, really. I'm just glad it's on Sheamus instead of Riddle. But I've never been that much of a fan of Riddle anyway, so maybe I'm biased. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not a fan of Riddle, considering how he always used to put Goldberg on blast. But uh... what an armbar, bro! He's literally violating Goldberg on live Instagram in his match against Undertaker. What an armbar, bro! You're you're yeah. you're a legend, bro. Whatever you say, bro. And Goldberg's like, I'm not your bro. Like you're winding me up here. <laughs> he was just, yeah, he's just, two things can be right. He's right about Goldberg and he's a douche as well. So, yeah. This is one of those things, you know. Whatever you uh, say, bro. It's so funny, man. Like, even when, even when he, when he, when he got, got the, to punch his face. When he, when, when, when he got hit with the, with the scooter from Oh Sheamus my God. I love like, that ah! so much. Seamus like, was yeah, it? let me look at the scooter. Ah, oh, bro! Was it something I said, bro? <laughs> that just oh, made me laugh so much. Oh, yeah. Seamus, <laughs> he's been really good this past year. He's worked very, very hard. And yeah, he thoroughly, thoroughly deserved to win against uh, Riddle. And yeah, I knew, I knew, I knew they were going to take the title away from Riddle. This guy is a geek. He's he's like our truth. No, whoa, whoa, whoa! Funny, I'm a geek. I'm a version. geek. Don't, 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 don't be disrespecting geeks now. All right? we're, not, we're not we're not all in that one. No, but like I'm saying, like in terms of wrestling geek, you know how geeks in wrestling are the ones who always lose and get jobbed out. Oh, what like a million or something like that? Yeah, not not like a blurred like you. <laughs> but like, yeah, he, like Matt Riddle is just a. He's like our truth, but like not funny. At least when our truth is a jobber, he's hilarious. But Matt Riddle is just a certified geek, and yeah, he's as we saw on Monday Night Raw, he got absolutely squashed by Bobby Lashley, and yeah, couldn't happen to a nicer guy, bro. <laughs> uh, okay, and then we have Big E versus Apollo Cruz. Nigerian drum fight, whatever the hell that was, for the Intercontinental Championship. Great entrance for Big E. Uh, Wale coming out to represent. Fireworks as well. Nice. 
Um, I still have a, I still had no idea what the match was about three minutes into the match. All I got from it was that it was a Nigerian, a Nigerian drum fight is a hardcore match, but with drums at the side of the ring. That was it. You know, they didn't even use the drums. They didn't even use one drum. What, what an opportunity missed. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't ever want to see a Nigerian drum fight again because it's a pointless, pointless stipulation or whatever it was. Um, very physical though. Big E had the win until that large ass mofo came out. Dabba, Yabba Dabba Do, whatever his fucking name is. Dabba Kato. Uh, yeah, from Raw Underground to save Apollo and gave him the win. Um, you know, seems like New Day can't win against tall wrestlers. All right. So what can you do, right? It's just one of those things. But um, you know, um, I, 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 I honestly thought Big Biggie would have kept it right for 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 um, you know, to, he's in Tampa, he's in his hometown, but then I realized that that doesn't mean Jack Squat to WWE. You know, you can just ask Shawn Michaels and <laughs> you know what I mean, and all the others that have lost to their hometown. So there we go. Um, but again, um, accent aside. With Idiot Amin, I'm happy that he's got his chance to get a title um, at WrestleMania. But do you think he deserves to win? Such a, such a, ter- such a, such a terrible accent. I can't, I can't understand how much of a terrible accent that is. I honestly think that they're basing his gimmick on coming to America. The more I see it, I'm, I'm amazed. <laughs> I'm amazed that they didn't get um, John Legend to come out and sing She's your queen You know that stupid queen song and Someone to share Someone to share with Lonely hours And oh, every day To be loved To be loved Oh what a feeling to be loved <laughs> They should have had Michael Blackson what is My this bitch ass nigga? But you should remember, it's not Dabakato anymore because they don't want us to ever remember Raw Underground was a thing. He's now Commander Aziz. Commander, Commander Aziz, is that what is? Yes. Commander Aziz, <laughs> Yo, they're violating. They are absolutely violating. Do you know when something is so terrible? That you like, you don't, you just like, I don't know whether to, wow. Shit, Commander Aziz, you know. <laughs> and it's not even spelled A-Z-I-Z, it's A-Z-E-E-Z. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't want people to, to Yeah, to like miss, the, that's, why, that's why they didn't say, oh, it's Dabakato from Raw Underground. Because obviously Vince McMahon wants you to forget that that even ever existed. But no, like back to uh, back to the match. Um, yeah, Big E got the big entrance, the fireworks, the everything of that nature. Absolutely loved it. I did think that Apollo Cruz was going to win. You don't make a Nigerian drum match and be from Nigeria and not win. So I thought in that respect. Well, you, you don't know, make a Nigerian drum match and don't use drums, do you? So I, I've, I, I don't I, even know I, what I, a Nigerian. Yeah, we don't even know what Nigerian drum match <laughs> is. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. What is Nigerian job? I don't know. But you know, know what? I felt so black watching that match. And I was like, Dr. Uma Johnson, this is for Africans only. For Africans only. I didn't want to see no white people talking about this match. 
This is this is for us. <laughs> this is for us. For what? Africans only. Um, we're even saying it. Eh, but you so. know what? It was it was it was a pretty fun. I actually quite liked it. It was an okay match. And then I thought Biggie was gonna win, but then yeah. Commander Aziz comes out of nowhere. Yeah, I do think I do think this whole gimmick's gonna be based on coming to America. Yeah, I'm yeah. convinced of it. Now. now, the more you're saying it, the more now it makes sense. Because what Commander Aziz, Commander Aziz is basically the Wesley Snipes character, right? <laughs> Just taller, the general. Oh my god! Let's but hope. Let's hope that this affair <laughs> would not cause any bloodshed, huh? This is bullshit, man. Do you know what? Like Apollo Cruz is hella talented. He is so good. He doesn't need this pointless accent. Really, he doesn't. He can say I'm from Nigeria. He can rep the thing. Niger to the world. We move. I love it too. Like, come on. I don't mind all of that, but the accent, I think it's beneath him to talk like that. But obviously, I do think Vince McMahon, I'm sure he's like, oh, you know what I saw the other day, pal? Coming to America. And obviously, Vince McMahon is obsessed with the 80s. So you can imagine Vince McMahon going, yes, do do an African accent from coming to America in the 80s. Apollo has no idea that there's a new version. I, you know what? I give, I give, I give Apollo the benefit of the doubt. I think he actually did a genuine Nigerian accent, and because white Americans, are, no, 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 he's he's done it. He's given it to them. We want you to do a Nigerian accent. Could you do it? And then he goes, okay, well, this is what Nigerians sound like, and he's done it. And they're like, no, nah, it's not African enough. It's not obvious enough. Make it a bit more parody. And then he's done it parody, and like, yeah, that's it, pal. That's the heat that we want. And now, probably that's what... So you want me to with. talk like this? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then so... I will deserve the championship. Big <laughs> <laughs> You see, Big E? Oh, I'm sorry. It's terrible. Terrible. Uh... I will introduce to you Commander Aziz. And he is my right-hand man. And he will hold down the fort of SmackDown. As I hold the Intercontinental Championship. Ah! Right, Rhea Ripley versus Asuka Raw Women's Championship. Um, nice entrance for Rhea. The live theme treatment wasn't as good in my opinion. It just sounded like noise. Um, it, it, I, I just thought it was. I thought it's way better recorded just live. It just didn't translate as well. But, you know, hats off to the ones that performed it still. You know, you, you gave your best. I thought the match was dead, to be honest with you. I thought it was flat. Oh, I was I had high hopes for it, and it was just disappointing to me. Right decision was made. Um, I'm not going to argue with that. It was really Ripley's time to shine, and it was time for her to be champion. But, um, yeah, it just did nothing for me. Um, I actually thought the live performance was was good. I didn't think it was bad. I mean, some of you old timers on the internet were like, this music is too loud. Turn it down. Yeah, it was, it was noise, bro. It's heavy metal, man. It was noise. I I, I listen I listened to Slipknot. I, I know about noise, but that that just was the acoustic was all messed up. Just But you know what? Like, she may have been she it may have been shouting. But she was shouting in tune. She wasn't off tune. Like she wasn't like <laughs> off tune or anything like that. I ain't mad. If you're shouting and you're and you're and you're 
in tune and you're not pitchy, then I ain't mad at it. It's not like um, you know, um, you know, Cody Rhodes' entrance music. I forgot the name of the group, but you know, like when they performed it live, like they were out of tune. That's it. Wasn't like that. Like they were like I, I, I was because I don't know what pay per view AW were doing. And it nearly like damn near ruined the whole show because they were singing, they were singing out of tune, and I was like, hand on my heart, I could, I could literally do a better job of that. Me, <laughs> me, I could do a better job than down straight. That's what they call down straight. And I was like, this must have been your first ever performance live, because if y'all are a, a, a whole ass rock band singing out of tune, but like Alex Costello and uh, her group. Like, it's obviously, it's a lot of shouting in Rhea Ripley's music. This is my brother. It's a lot of shouting. So, you, so yeah, I get it. It's a lot of shouting. It can sound like shouting, but it was in tune. I can at least hear the tune. I can hear the, the, the thing in my head. Okay, it's a bit loud. You know, I'm not one of those young... I don't mind it being loud. Like, I get it. Rock is there, like... We was, but no, but I just thought it was, it, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't did translate think, well to me. I did think the match was okay. It was fine. It wasn't bad. They 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 worked as hard as they could. I did think Rhea was a bit nervous, which is normal. You know, WrestleMania. Yeah, you're on the biggest stage of the moment. Yeah. Of the crowd. I did think the match lacked a lot of heat. But then that's it what did, you yeah. get when you build a match in one week. Out of nowhere. You don't yeah. really have, yeah. You you're doing that, so it's not gonna have that much heat. I didn't think the crowd. It kind of just felt. Look, we know who's gonna win. Let's just. just I think the crowd weren't really into it. I think maybe they were saving themselves for the for the main event that was to come. But no, I I I thought I thought it was fine. I thought it was a thought it was okay. Yeah, the right person did win. Asuka's another one who I believe is zero uh, four at WrestleMania. So uh, that's a. Uh, Another one there, but no, this, this match was fine. Rhea Ripley is champion, and uh, congratulations to her. Yeah, all right. Um, and there we have it the last match of the evening, the main event Daniel Bryan versus Edge versus Roman Reigns, triple threat for the SmackDown Universal Championship. And after what I personally thought it was a mediocre night for night two um looking forward to this match it didn't disappoint the momentum started straight away got off to a great start uh great getting that heat from jay uso interfering i thought that was really nice i was getting pissed off with jay um so just him just me getting pissed off with him means that he was doing his job well um and then edge getting rid of jay and then the match significantly improving and seeing what could happen on top of that uh, I thought it was great the double lock on Roman by Edge and um, DB with the cripple across face and the yes lock I thought it was such a perfect spot um, really really good like you let go you let go I thought it was just brilliant I loved it I was just I absolutely popped for this I was just like screaming um, and then, you know even little things that kept us on suspense like when DB yanked the ref when we thought Edge at that time was going to get the win. And then he just yanked him. I thought it was over. I thought, shit, Edge is actually winning. I thought the timing, you know, you're looking like you know, all-time greats. 
So they not only are they great with the ring, but they're great in timings and, and you know, putting things in their place. I thought it was brilliant. Um, but, you know, when it was all said and done, it was fully entertaining match. Um, and Roman winning was the logical decision. Um, I don't expect Roman to... I, I fully expect Roman to have that title to next WrestleMania. I'm not, I'm not kidding. To be the head of the table, the tribal chief, to book him. Yo, the guy is a done. So, so good. He needs to have it until next, Wrestle, next WrestleMania. He's, he, I just don't see him slowing down. And then maybe whether these rock rumors are true or not, but then have that next big, okay, who's it going to be now, right? Um, to take it off him. And then maybe, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see when we get there. But um, yeah, logical decision, great match. Looking forward now to seeing what, what else um, comes his way. Maybe Cesaro, while Edge and DB battle it out between and finish settle their feud who knows but um i was happy with that with that evening it it left a good taste in my mouth at the end so that how you start it's how you finish eh <laughs> yeah i mean this like night overall wasn't a particularly good night and then i think yeah the the main event kind of saved it um yeah roman reigns was the the logical person to win I think of all of the main events that Roman Reigns has had, this was by far and away his best. Um, the, I did think the Jey Uso interference stuff was a bit much. I'm glad that they kind of got him out of uh, of, of the match. Um, did you see Paul Heyman and Edge on Talking Smack before WrestleMania? <sighs> boy, oh boy, those two. Woo! The way they built that match up. That got me hyped up for that match. How Paul yeah. Heyman was like, literally like... I saw all three promos. I didn't see talk, but I saw yeah. the all three promos. I thought all three promos were fire. Roman Reigns. Woo! Like, Roman Reigns, like, he is just in his bag right now. He is in his bag. Like, he is just so good in his uh, in the, in this spot as, as the tribal chief. Like, we are getting the Roman Reigns. I think we were promised in 2016. We're getting it now. Five years down the line, but we're getting him nonetheless. But no, like you've got like Paul Heyman literally hugging Edge, going, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what he's gonna do to you. I wish I could <laughs> stop him. But there's no counsel that I can wow. And then you got Shit. Edge literally like head to head with Heyman going, Do you know that my arm was burning and bubbling and grey? And I covered Mick Foley just to prove that I am the main event of WrestleMania. So what do you think I'm going to do? Like, the, just the way those two are. Like, Paul Heyman is just unreal. Yeah, it's unbelievable when it comes to He's just unbelievable. unreal. Like, him and Edge were like, you didn't even need Kayla. Just go sit in the corner, Kayla. Let Edge and... Oh, and leave Kayla. And, and Roman. <laughs> hey, Kayla! <laughs> but no, um, the match was the match was good, really, really good. I like how Roman Reigns pinned Edge and Daniel Bryan to assert his dominance, and and you know what, the fans were booing him. Yes, yeah, the fans were booing him like they're supposed to boo him, and he's just yeah. going to the crowd. Acknowledge me, 
Acknowledge yeah. me. Acknowledge me. And they're all just booing him. I'd like to say that I acknowledge. <laughs> he is uh, the tribal chief. He is the head of the table. And you're reigning, defending, undisputed, universal, heavyweight champion of the world. I acknowledge him. Uh, Edge got the biggest pop that night. Which, oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is interesting. It's not surprising, though, because, of course, Roman is getting the booze because he's supposed to. He's doing his job right. Um, and DB is just looking like an interfering menace. But we loved Edge and getting the biggest pop because Edge is not Edge rated R. Edge is like over the brink. I'm about to snap. I'm coming off the edge, Edge, what everybody loves to see. And so because of that, that is um, why I think a lot of people pop for him. Um, so, yeah, no. Um, yeah, I thought it was just. I thought it was just great. Technically, Edge should have won um, because he That's put him on story. top of each other. That's the story, but um, because you know he put Edge, Roman Reigns put Edge on top of DB, and then he put himself over Edge. So technically, he got the pin. You're just lying on top. But um, forget about technicalities. What's that got to do with stories, right? Um, no, it was good. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> Uh, generally, with WrestleMania, you know, I give night one eight out of ten, night two five out of ten. Um, I don't think many would disagree with the assessment. No. There, what, what would you say in regards to rating? Is that where you're yeah, at? Night, yeah, yeah, night one was really good. Night two, not so much. And yeah, about the same, really. Um, and, you know, with night one was miles better. Despite discrepancies on night two, I think it ended on a high. Which was good, yeah. um, and made great results. Uh, you know, great results were made over the weekend with new champions, which I'm happy about. All heels, uh, all heels, yeah. Except uh, which for made... Bianca, which is a damning indictment on the the booking. Mm, yeah, yeah, I know. And what um, did the man do? When in doubt, he goes to the big man. So you had almost, you had. Daba Kato, you had Braun Strowman winning. Drew McIntyre ain't no, you know, he ain't no skinny guy. Bobby Lashley's a big dude. Yeah, he's just literally, yeah, when in doubt, go, go big. This is what he did when uh, WWE were, 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 were up against it with WCW 97 with Undertaker and uh, Sid Vicious, I think, Psycho Sid. So this is what he does. Yeah, but um, you know what? I'm looking forward to WrestleMania next year. In fact, I'm even as tempted to say I'll probably will be at Dallas next year for WrestleMania. Um, so watch this space, man, because if that's true, Austin's gonna be there because it's in Texas. What? What? Austin will be there. What? That's it. I said Austin is gonna be there. Um. And then it's your Rock. boy Stone Cold Steve Austin coming out of 316 <laughs> Gimmick Street. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, Hall yeah, of Fame. Hell yeah. To watch to watch Takeover, to 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 watch Hall of Fame, to go to Access, and obviously be at Mania at Dallas, I think is yeah. So um that's what I'm that's that's what I'm planning on doing. That's what I'm planning on doing. I'm already looking for 
Packages and shit. Let's see. <laughs> Packages and shit. Oh. And join us next time for another episode of Third and One Four. See you later. <laughs>